Hi, I'm the Ninja Jedi. And I'm Lex Mizzou. And you're listening to the Cashers Corner Podcast. This month we are late. We didn't do one in May. <gasps> We're late. Um, we have two special guests. Special. Uh, um, Lex and Mizzou. And the Ninja Jedi. And the Ninja Jedi. Welcome to the podcast. You, you've been here before. Not your first time. Um, yes, so June, we skipped May. May was a bad month for me. And me. Uh, just too much going on, so we never, never got a chance to record anything. So uh, here we are in June. We'll... Works out good. We have lots of recaps to go into. I don't think we missed much in May, but there was a lot going on. Well, events and, and such. Um, so just uh, regular news stuff, and anybody else has anything, please chime in at any time. Uh, just a couple of little um, maintenance things. Uh, I mentioned it on the website already that the mobile apps, the one the app for Android and the app for iPhone has been discontinued, and by discontinued meaning they are no longer listed in their associated stores. Um, I opted to pull the plug because we can't update them. We have no way to change them or make any modifications of any kind to either of those apps, um, and that wasn't going to get that wasn't going to change anytime soon. We have bigger priorities, bigger things uh, to deal with. So, but anybody who has them, they still work. Yep, they still work. And they still update. Yeah, it'll still give you the news, it'll yeah. still give you the podcast. The calendar doesn't work, mm-hmm. uh, because the calendar plugin on the website has been turned off um, through some testing uh, between myself and Evil C. We discovered that the calendar plugin actually increases our load time by two and a half seconds. The moment you turn that plugin off, the two and a half second delay disappears. And that's time I never would get back, too. Right? I mean, that's <laughs> well, seconds it, of my life. You know what What happened was... was five that or six times a day. They, they, I had to turn the plug-in off because the... Well, I had written this thing to pull down a pocket query of all the events yeah. in New Brunswick, and it would update automatically. And when I updated the plug-in, the whole thing fell apart. They changed everything, and it doesn't work anymore. Um, and when I, when I disabled it, uh, Chris was poking around like he always is about this and that. Yep. And uh, we came across that. And I... So... Short story is, uh, no calendar for a while, working on a better alternative for that. Um, and another thing that nobody else would notice is that we, uh, we put in another, uh, something on the back end that's supposed to speed the site up. It's a, it's a page caching plugin, not geocaching, but actual page caching. Uh, so it's supposed to make the website run faster, and sometimes you'll notice it, it'll actually respond much quicker, but probably nobody that ever comes to our site will ever notice except Chris, so... Uh, but it is there. So, um, send to your trails, New Brunswick Trails. Sentier. Sentier. How does that pronounce? I don't know how you pronounce it. I bet I just made a big noise in the phone, in the recording now. Um, yes, the New Brunswick Trails thing. So, hopefully, uh, you've been following along. You guys saw the, the thread that was going on on the, yes, about looking for volunteers and such. Yep. So just to kind of give a little history, we got they contacted us like in January, I think it was. Mm-hmm. They said they had a bunch of money. They wanted to, to do a, a geocoin, and uh, they didn't know anything about geocaching. And so all of a sudden, boom, I think it was Ted Agusher posted a picture on one of the Facebook groups, and it actually had showed all the coins. They had actually posted the box of coins on the New Brunswick Trails Facebook page. Okay. And then the guy emailed me back and said, yeah, we're ready to go. So we're... Uh, they're going to hide 20 caches across the whole province. So from Edmonston to Karakad and Bathurst and St. John and Moncton, Batush, um, all over the province. In fact, the guy sent me the map today. He showed me the map. And out of the five regions, uh, they already have enough volunteers to cover four of them. So we're just waiting on uh, the St. John area. Um, so hopefully that's... that's I thought we had an offer for the St. John. No, we, got, we, we had volunteers, and I passed along all the information to him. All right. So he's in the process oh, of... Coordinating with yeah. them individually. Yeah. So I think he said they're actually, Monday through Thursday of next week, he's actually on the road the whole, those four days, hiding mm-hmm. caches with different cachers all over the province. 
Um, there's not going to be an event, so there won't be a kickoff event because it is all over the province. Um, we're just going to kind of announce it and let people go. And it hasn't been determined how many uh, caches you will need to get the coin. Have they determined how they're going to... De it's codes. They're going to put codes yeah, in? We're going to use codes in, the, uh, in okay. each of the caches, just like the 104 series did. Yeah. Uh, just because with that scale, it's it's too hard to put punches or stickers. And oh, for sure, yeah. That kind of yeah. stuff. But I thought that was kind of neat. I thought it was a different kind of project. We don't see see lots of Geocoin stuff, challenges in different places, but not ones that are quite that big. So I've heard some of the caches or areas where where he would like to have some place are, are cache rich or the trails are full. So yeah, there may be some coordination with some local cachers to give up a spot or two some places. Yeah, or I, or work <coughs> one in, squeeze one in somehow. Yeah, I, I had that conversation with him explaining, you know, if there's a trail, I had it with cable guy. Yeah, because <laughs> well, he <laughs> called me too. Cable guy called me, and we were talking about that, and, and I had the same conversation with the guy from Emmy Trails. He said, uh, I said, you, you realize if there's trails in the province, there's probably already caches on them. And so he had some very specific spots he wanted to hide. And I'm like, well, you may not be able to go there. So that's for the hiders to figure out. I volunteered to do the Moncton, Sackville, like basic yeah. general area here. We just have to pick a day to go out. And you're, you're going with him or you're just going to do them on your own? I'm going to go with him. He, he asked that, you know, he wanted to go out and be yeah. with all If I'm around, let me know. Yeah, so. How many total caches? 20 caches, I believe, in total. Okay. I think it's going to be somewhere between like 7 to 10 that you'll have to get. Mm hmm um, to get a coin. It'd be cool if they, like, you had to get three different zones or three different areas. That's the thing. They don't want you to be able to get them all in one zone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was a big, that, I made that point to him because everybody would just go to one area and get them all there. Um, but New Brunswick Trails also doesn't want to make it about having you drive across the whole province. Mm -hmm. They kind of, the whole point is just for you to get out and be active. Or discover trails in your area. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not really... You know, they don't necessarily want someone from Moncton driving all the way to Edmonston just to get a coin. Yeah. Um, but he also said that they... Like are, you and I drove all the way to Heartland. Yeah, we did <laughs> for that 104. Yeah. Uh, and I told him, cashers will, but, it's, yeah. you know. Um, but he also said, too, that I think the coins are going to be available for sale. There's a small subset that would be for sale. So if you couldn't go out and do the cashes, you could buy a coin. Okay, right um, on. So that's, that's another possibility as well. Uh, Sunfest. So we were talking about this just mm. before we started recording. You want to uh, update us on what's going on? No. Okay. <coughs> Next topic. <laughs> um, well, since you and I are going to be away this year, we, uh, we're still having it. We're going to have six, I believe, six caches hidden uh, for the coin. The coins are already ordered on their way. And the kickoff event will be 29th, Sunday afternoon at Lions Park on Buckingham. It's a barbecue. I couldn't put this on the listing because they would have denied it. But we're cooking up stuff for charity. Uh, the town is providing everything. Barbecues and food and pop and, or whatever. And we're going to man the barbecue. I possibly collect the money for it. And the money that c comes in goes to uh, ProKids to help uh, kids play sports and get involved in things that they don't have the money. So that's the plan for that. And there's uh, Chatelaine and Hairbends and then these two lovely people here with us are going to be Manning that station, hopefully, or the barbecue, right, for the day. and For the day. Yeah, but you can, the coins will be available there. Going to try to have them come out on Saturday, probably, so that people can go out cashing Saturday and get the coin on Sunday. And then after that, oh, they'll be you, available the old way. You won't let them out early so I can go get them before we go on our trip? <laughs> I've always been able to get a coin or two. Yeah. So, you, you know, <laughs> because, because we hide the caches and we technically can't go find them because we sort of own them, they always give Matt and I each our own coin. Although Matt typically will go out and find them with the kids, mm -hmm. so the kids can get yes, them. Yes, that is true. But we get a coin because of that situation where we we can go log our own finds and stamp them ourselves or the stickers or whatever. But it's kind of kind of lame. So they just give us our coin right away as as a thank you for doing it. Which so I also 150 coins. So they did do 150. 150 for summer. We're only going to do 100 for the winter. Okay. We're just going to do the two a year now because. It was getting a little much with the spring and the fall, and yeah. it just doesn't have any space. Yeah, and I was right. going to say, it, it seemed like, because last year's sun yeah. they disappeared in like a day, they were all gone. So. Yeah. yeah. And the caches are coming out on Saturday, you said? I'm going to try to get them published on Saturday. Okay. That's my goal. So if I can get them hidden next week, 
So that means people can come to the barbecue and not have to choose between barbecue or hiding or going to find the caches, right? So the barbecue is from three to six. Yeah, the caches normally only take an hour or so to find. They're all going to be easy. So you can find them Saturday, and then get them get them at the barbecue on Sunday, or get them during the week at the Parks and Rec office on yeah. Big Drive. Yeah. Or you can drop off your passport and in their mailbox with your address and stuff, and they'll mail you the coin. Okay. The same as they normally do. I know a few people have gotten them mailed out of town, and it seems to work. But yeah, you'll definitely have to get that probably done next week then. Yeah, if not this weekend. Yeah. I'll, I'll get a hold of Mike and uh, Hermans, and we'll, we'll go out. Cool. If anybody has any questions about those caches when they get published, don't call me. <laughs> I'll be in New York City. Uh, but you contact Hermans or Chatelaine. They will know where the caches are if there's any issues. So. Uh, one other thing, just uh, I just remembered this, is uh, the folks that uh, are volunteering to hide the caches for the New Brunswick Trails, uh, New Brunswick Trails has actually agreed to give them a coin as a thank you. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a, a nice little uh, a nice give back to them. Well, considering you're going to know where the caches are in your area and you hid them, yeah. you'd have to travel to be able to get a coin. Yeah, exactly. So it helps them out. Yeah, so, so I thought it was a nice thing. Um, Cushamacquark. So this is a, a big one. And Steve, since you're you're here tonight, we've been getting you to work on that. You want to talk a little bit about what's going on there? Sure. Um, don't have too many details yet, but it looks like there will be an event this uh, late summer, early fall in Cushamacquark. Uh, one of the park employees from Cushamacquark, who was kind of speaking with me on the topic, was actually at the Fundy event with her family and had a fantastic time. So she's completely bought into the whole idea of having one in Cushamacquark. Uh, which is great because I, a lot of people that I talk to around here spend a whole lot of time in Fundy, but don't necessarily make it all the way up to, to Kush all that often. So tentatively, it, it looks like it's going to be the 30th of August or the long weekend in August at the end, uh, looking at having between five and six caches. And for the first time, they want to keep them relatively simple. So very similar to what Fundy was this year, where we'll have two to three parking grabs or nice easy caches, and then one or two longer, kind of one or two kilometer hikes that you could do with the whole family. Um, there will be some sort of geocoin. We have details, we're working out on that. But there will be some, uh, some sort of passport system. Um, they've already actually ordered the stamps, very similar to what Fundy has, the punch stamps. Oh, okay. And um, so they'll be all ready to go. So more details to follow. Um, as, the, as the planning happens, we'll let you guys know what happens. Sounds really good. I'm I'm pretty excited for that. Given yeah, I don't know Cushman Quack Park very well. I've only canoed through. Mm -hmm. I've never actually done anything on the ground. I've just canoed through it. The um the theme for this year is uh, wonderful picnic spots. So every cache okay. will be hidden within you know a short walk of some place in the park where you could bring your whole family for a picnic. Okay, that's a that's a cool idea. So, well, the uh, thing about a fresh new park is you're wide open to where you can place them. Yeah, that is true. And funny, we're trying not to go into the same places all the time, but you eventually run out. It's been yeah. seven years; we're running out of spots. Yeah. And, and so you said that there was they they do have a plan for a coin. Uh, do we know is that a trackable coin? We don't know yet. We don't. It know may yet. or may not be trackable depending on um, on what coins they decide to go with. They have uh, a couple different options on the table right now. Okay. And uh, depending on on which ones they want to go with this year. Uh, they won't may or may not be attractable. Okay. Okay. So when we're done, let's let's have a discussion because I'm gonna talk to you about that anyway. Funny right. Park did one year they didn't have attractable, but they made it metal. Okay. Yeah, that's opposed. true. Yeah, they. So did. we got that one year where it was a metal coin, but it was untrackable. Okay. They thought people would like the metal better, and everybody kind of likes the wood or used to the wooden one now and being trackable, even though nobody sends them out anymore. It's still nice to have that trackable. Yeah, I think the it, it seems to me that the, the trackable, you know, the you. It's like you said, you, most people aren't sending them out, but the, the fact that it is trackable... You, you can, can register, you can register and, and it shows up on your profile. I think that uh, that's a big draw for a lot of people. Um, but I don't send them out, but I take all my national park coins and, and any trackable I get from a national park, and when I visit another national park, I just kind of dip it in the cache. Oh, that's a neat so idea. It tracks mileage only within national parks. So that's a, that's a really cool idea. I never thought of that. Cool. So yeah, Cushamacquack. Keep your uh, your uh, eyes and ears open. We'll be uh, we'll be posting updates as they happen, and as soon as we have an, uh, uh, more info, we will pass it along. Fantastic! Uh, great, uh, great. I think this is our first event challenge coin, anything like that, where we've delegated it to yeah. somebody other than Matt and I doing it. So we really appreciate you guys stepping up and doing this. Yeah, cool. oh, no, my pleasure. We're getting busier. No, no, not like we're busy. We're not running a business or anything like that, but. There's a lot of stuff going on now, and we seem to be picking up things here and there. It was funny. The other day, I used um, my conference bridge for work, 
and I had people from Parks Canada dialing in, <laughs> and a few other people dialing in, and we were going through slideshows on uh, Adobe Connect, all using my work time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, well, I believe we've done that with... We, we've recorded podcts using my work WebEx before. <laughs> yeah, somebody's come and called in. and dialed into the WebEx, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so, no, uh, I iterate what Ken says. We really, really appreciate it because, you know, there's so many things going on that, and, and uh, I don't know about you, Ken, but I know for myself, Quack has been something that's kind of stuck in the back of my mind since we started doing Fundy. Um, we, we've kind of known that, you know, it would be really, really nice, and they've talked a little bit about it, uh, but to hear that they went to Fundy this year and really saw the impact, I mean, you know, more than 200 people going through that park, you obviously know uh, the impact that that makes to the park. So uh, I'm really, I'm really psyched to see to see that happen. Already, even even early on in the discussions, they're already talking about you know what they want to do next year and the year <laughs> after. Really? So this, <coughs> I, I think this is going to be a long term thing for them, like That's, an annual event. So. Yeah. And for you too, then. Yes. <laughs> well, I enjoy it. I, I love the park. It's uh, since funny doesn't let me camp there in the winter anymore. It became my. My new winter hangouts. Rumor, rumors are they might be open again soon in the winter, but... That's rumors, yeah. Rumors. That would be nice. Especially with those authentics in Europe. Those would be ideal for winter camping. We used to hike every year out to uh, the shelter at Point Wolf. So we used to yeah. hike the 10 kilometers down the Point Wolf Road in snowshoes yeah. and camp in the, the shelter down there. And yeah. We can't do that anymore, so... Wow. Yeah, there's also the one at uh, Herring Cove as well. I don't mm -hmm. know if that's left open, but... That's probably about the same length of lot, maybe. <coughs> Uh, I would say it's the same length, but yeah. Heron Cove's not completely sealed and doesn't have a fire. Doesn't oh, have a oh, doesn't? Okay. No. I, I've seen it, but I didn't go in it. Hmm. It's open to one side. Ah, rough it. <laughs> cool. Let's move on to something Let's more exciting. Well, uh, this is podcast number 31. No way! And it says 20 podcasts. It's supposed to say 30, but yes, this is podcast number 31. So we've actually done 31 podcasts over the course of just over four years. Because Cash NB started in uh, in 2010, so it's uh, not a big, big milestone, but it's kind of interesting to see that we've recorded enough of these and bored people enough at least 31 times. So, Are there yeah. any that stand out for you as, as your favorites? Um, you guys have been involved in all of them, right? Yeah, so done yeah. Every one, so, well, the first one stands out because we had to do it twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that's, an, that's a really interesting question. I think my favorite one, and uh I think maybe we've only did it once. Was the one we recorded in the car on the way back from PEI. On the way back from PEI. That was a, that was a good one. I enjoyed. Two that. of us and Ron, Ron five six eight and Paul Paul and Stacy, recorded it while driving back from our Father's Day caching weekend, which would be this weekend if we were going. Yeah, yeah, that's and true. recorded it in the car on the way back. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, that one stands up because it was just it was it was fun. It was different. Yeah, because yeah, Ron, I don't think he said. We might have said five words in the whole hour because <laughs> he was. Well, the one Paul and Stacy made up for it. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to to think about. I mean, the, that one I remember. That one I remember us doing one at Damascus. That wasn't all that long ago. We were sat we, in Damascus. We sat at Damascus we, Coffee Shop and did one. Yeah, one there. Um, but I think other than that, I don't. None that really sort of jump out at me. As, no big announcements or anything that you, you broke, well, breaking news for the first time. You know. Um, being able to talk about the mega, um, and actually yeah. officially uh, announce that yeah. um, we have we have a big announcement to make, but we that won't be coming yet. That okay. will be later in the year, so that will probably be uh, yeah. that'll be a nice memorable one to talk about. Um, but other than that, now I'm going to have to go back to the podcast and see <laughs> and see what we talked about over the last four years. You need to have one at a, just a regular caching event and just have random people, as they come up to get their coin, come up and talk. How could we forget our podcast at the Mega? Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking that. As soon as she started saying that. And you spoke, you spoke. You got up and asked a question. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a good one because with the reviewers. Reviewers, Actually yeah. having the reviewers there and we had all those questions and uh, it was, they, some of them were a little nervous about, you know, whether yeah. or not it was going to turn into like a, a storm between the... The cashers and the reviewers. This one time, my cash was declined. Yeah, I will fight you to the death <laughs> and, and now. There, there was there was cash drum. Yeah, yeah. He was the one that was quite upset because he's he's very proud of what he does as a reviewer and he, and he takes pride in, in doing it right. And uh, there were some people that disagreed with him for a while, but uh, once I got to know the guy and meet him, I saw him. 
this guy's great. I yeah. like him. Well, and that, that's it. It, yeah. it put a it put a face to those mm-hmm. names that you just otherwise see on a, on a cash page. Like, oh, who's that? I and then there's two of them that, that because of that, I'm friends on Facebook. We chat quite a bit. Yeah. So, yeah, that was definitely a lot of fun. And I do like the idea of having uh, having. Uh, just it open and just have people come by and chat. It would, it would be neat with just like if they're get coming to get their coins because then you'd have the people that, okay, so what's your name and have you been cashing for that long and who are you? Is this your first event? Is this your first cash? Like hmm. you get people who wouldn't normally stand up to ask a question, just come and say, yeah, like it'd give you a bigger picture of the cashing community. Yeah, that is true. I tried to do a little bit of that at one of the ice walks. I walked around and wanted I said, you know, I'm recording stuff for a podcast. Can I ask you a few questions? And basically everybody except for two people said, no, I don't want to I don't want to talk. Well, that's why you just don't tell them. <laughs> you you wear a wire? <laughs> you wear and you just walk around and start asking around. random probing With your hero cam, your, your <laughs> GoPro. Your <laughs> GoPro on. Head, yeah, and then walk around. Well, it's funny, too, because I actually have thought of, uh, for one of the special, like, a special edition of the podcast, to do it as a video podcast. I'd like That'd to do cool. one at Halloween, but we have to wear costumes. <laughs> to wear video Halloween, we have to wear costumes. As long as you're not wearing a horse head. <laughs> Did you list your horse? event for New York? No, I, no. No, I'm you didn't? Like, oh, okay. I just listen. No, I don't want to be tied down. You don't want to be tied I was going to do an event at Times Square, Flash Mob. Okay. At Times Square, but I said, nah, I'm not going to. Just in case we end up somewhere else. Yeah, I just don't want to have to tie myself down. I'm in New York City. I want to see stuff. But if he wore his horse head, he'd just be his regular I'd, self. I'd just, I'd just That's not Halloween. Right in. I could wear that in my, my Tebow jersey or something. <laughs> Let's see if we, we wore costumes, then we could maintain the, uh, oh, yeah. the illusion of an, an anonymity because nobody knows what we look like if they only listen to the podcast. <laughs> but if they only listen to the podcast, then they know who you are. <laughs> I'm going to dress up your as voice. Brad Pitt. <clears throat> yeah, that's it. Or you could dress up in a costume that hey, looks like me, and I'll dress up in a costume we, we like could, you. <laughs> for the mega, maybe we could put your GoPro on signal. Yes, we could do that. Yes. <laughs> so see, so see what he sees, right? See, see or she, see. whoever, whoever, whoever happens to be signal, signal, signal is the signal, the signal cam. cam. Oh, that's a neat idea. Yeah, and send, and send it back to uh, Groundspeak yeah, after the signal cam. Yeah, that's a, that's another one. Tack that onto our list. Eh? So yes, now I'll have to go back <clears> to the podcast. See if I can find any ones that jump out at me. Um. Recent events and caches. So, as always, breakfast. I actually went to one. I think I went to the May one. I was going to go to one, and then I completely forgot. I was sitting at home thinking, oh, I, actually, I went on cash. And somebody checked in the breakfast like around 10.30. So, oh, <laughs> I was up. I could have gone. No, I, I went. Oh, actually, I went to drop off my trackables. I had a big, giant bag of trackables that I had collected from, uh, from my work trip. I had, like... 28. Mm-hmm. I think I had 28 trackables, so I dumped them all at the breakfast because it's a great place to get rid of them. I saw a picture of those. Oh, yes, on the, on the cable, cable yeah. guy put a picture. Yeah, he did. He took a picture of that. And that's how I knew that I missed the breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, regular breakfast. There's a whole bunch of flash mob events that happened. I missed the one in Riverview, or Polly's one, but I went I, to I, I, went, I went to Misha's. Yeah, I missed Polly's too. There was a, they only had like five or six people there. Oh, did they? Yeah, it was very, very small. I, I felt really bad because I, I ended up, I couldn't go because I was taking care of the kids. And I was that name that was drinking scotch. <laughs> so, well, that I, was, was, I was being entertained. You were being entertained. With the kids. Um, we had the, the funny event, which we'll come back to. Uh, the funny breakfast, which we'll also talk about after. Um, Geocachette, which I felt really bad about. Uh, Jacques did uh, Tiger Tracker. Did another intro to geocaching in Dieppe, yep. and I totally forgot that it happened. It was the day before the breakfast, and I intended to go, because I usually go to that. Yeah, um, and I totally, yeah I've been to a couple of those. I totally forgot about it. Completely lost it. Um, I get to practice my French. Yeah. Parlez vous francaise. Yeah. Um, That's scary. <laughs> the boats and more... Shepity or Katie Cash bubbles, bubbles and something else. Yeah, he had a big inter. That was just one part of the activities going on for Trails Day. Down yeah, there. he said that it was it was under his name, but it was really the wife's event because she was doing something about it, and it was a big. Cindy was running this big thing for Envy Trails Day down there. There was quite a few things. It was breakfasts going on. There was workshops. It was a, a, quite a bit of stuff going down at Riverside Albert. Okay. So it was technically her event because she kept bugging me about it on Facebook. <laughs> How many people went? I didn't even look. Yeah, I uh, I would have. That would have been one I would have liked to have gone as well. Yeah. But family, family and stuff kind of uh, 
Family gets in the way of geocaching, I'm afraid. That's the way it is. Oh, well. Um, new caches. So I went through this list today. Uh, a lot of names I didn't recognize. Mm. Uh, Jackson's Jokers, Mom C54, Hashe10 Bears15, uh, Fergio5, Mike U, Katie Cashers, VP540, Walker3, and then three names I do recognize Jim52, Cable Guy, and Boo Quinn. I wonder if Boo Quinn took any more of your spots in Riverview. No, he put a couple out, but there weren't spots I was planning on going to. Okay. One of his was a replacement. And then another one, he said he sent me a message, and it was a week and a half sitting in the queue waiting for it to be published. And he was he sent me, he said, what, "Do you know what's going on? Is there a reason they're not?" I said, "No, I have no idea." <laughs> but it eventually came out. Yeah, I had the same thing happen with an event, which actually reminds me: Did you guys know that you have to have an end time on an event now? No. I actually had an event rejected because I didn't put an end time. I submitted my Arby's event there, the mm -hmm. Bacon Cheddar Curly Fries, and I said it's at 12 or 12.30, 1 o'clock, whatever it is, and uh, Cash Tech kicked it back and said, please specify an end time. They're okay. probably having problems with people going there six hours after the event happened and says, nobody was there and I'm logging a fine, but it was six hours late, because oh, there are people that would probably do that. Hmm. I've gotten to events, breakfast, like Misha had a breakfast event, I got there at it was from 9 to 11. I got there at 10, 15, and they were all leaving. He oh. said, oh, we're all done. We're leaving. We're going caching. He says, I said, well, everyone's leaving. He goes, log it. You're here. So I never even got out of my truck. I just talked to him in the parking lot. He goes, no, you're here on time. The event is still here. You want to sign a logbook? I said, well, if you want me to. He said, no, no, go ahead and log it. But I showed up, and they all left before the end time. So maybe that's why they want end time, so people aren't maybe logging. You know, an event could last for weeks. Yeah, well, yeah, technically. Right. I, I showed up at Arby's a week after your event. I couldn't find you. <laughs> but I had some bacon cheddar curly fries. Yeah, it makes sense, but they've never done it before, right? Yeah, so. it's just, it was, and, and you know what? He he posted a link to the guidelines, yeah. and when I clicked on it, it brought me, and it did, in the guidelines, it said, must specify a start and end. Every time I go to, for, to, to not find, hide a cache, or a list of event, it's changed. Like, the, the process. Oh, the, the listing process? It's quite different. Now you have to pick... They give you little icons to click mm, on. Yeah, down. yeah, I see. And then if not, you and you have two options. It's just a, a geocache or an event. Yeah, I saw that. one. And I, I went the wrong one. I noticed all this a geocache. And where's the event? And I went back a page and found it. So they're constantly changing things. Others. Well, you know, trying to make it better, easier, smarter, mm. better, faster, stronger, more hand. Monthly topics. So let's. Uh, Let's recap Fundy. I'd like to hear all about it. I wasn't there. <laughs> oh, it was okay. <laughs> it was okay. You guys were all there. It was a good there. time. Yeah. No, good we had time a really was good had time. by all. A good time was Best all. event ever. A lot of sausage and bacon. <laughs> well, that, was the, that was the breakfast. <laughs> he was there for the breakfast. <laughs> I made it to the breakfast. There's but... never too much sausage and bacon. Uh, that's, that's... that's really what I remember from it. The sausage. <laughs> the all... A lot of sausage. How long do you remember the important parts, though? <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was a typical 225-ish people. A lot of new people, a lot of families. Uh, the guild rented out most of their GPSs to people. Half a dozen people, at least, um, loaded up the geocaching app on their phones. Oh, okay. They showed up, don't know, can I use my iPhone? Well, you have an app, yeah. You have Rogers, yeah, not too bad. Um, <laughs> but... Um, Quite a few people loaded up the app and, and paid for it, and we sat there. Uh, big, big shout out to Perks. Okay. For, for, he stayed with me the whole day, replacing you. He was a good replacement. Good. A little taller. Um, <laughs> Definitely taller. Yeah, he could reach those, those the tall caches. But uh, he's he's super. He was great. A lot of help. Everything went well. Good. June 52, his, that was his 20,000. Yeah. So I went and picked up a 20,000 coin and bought it for him and gave it to him. On behalf of Cash Up, and uh, that was good. And I saw a lot of people that I've never seen before at any events. There was a lot of a lot of new brand names. new people. A lot of the, the same old, same old, right? the regular. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, people I expected to be there that weren't though. Yeah, yeah, yeah you get. Well, you can't go Zor. to Zor. Yeah, wasn't there. <laughs> but I was on a plane. I, <laughs> I find it so funny. One of the the people that probably traveled the furthest would be uh, Four Seasons. Yeah. And it was their closest cache to their house. Yeah, that's funny. And they travel the furthest because they live 
in the valley in Nova Scotia, and they've got that whole area cleaned out, but 30 miles or kilometers across the bay is Fundy yep. Park from there. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking right at it from Nova Scotia. So it's their closest cache, and I have to drive six hours to get there. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, but they did a bunch of, quite a few people went and did um, part of the Dobson Trail and the windmills again, like they did oh, like okay, last, year. Yeah, last year. The roads were in very rough shape back there. Uh, from what I hear. Oh, really? Yeah, but... Uh, Even the trails in the park were a little soupy. Oh, yeah? A little wet in some spots. Yeah, hey, and I forgot to thank Polly to come out and yes, help Yes, Polly did the hiding. He was, he was a big help, and uh, did that, and I always enjoy going down there and getting a pizza. Oh, yes, Pranos. Yeah, we get a pizza when we go hot, and then I get a pizza when I'm there for the week. This year, I didn't... Actually, I did stay the night. I slept in my hammock in between... Your campsite and Nemo Dadai's campsite. Yeah. Found some trees in between. It's a good time. We had a good campfire that night. Yeah. It was a our first fire. time going to the pizza place. Yeah. It's a great pizza place. Yeah, it's really good. <clears throat> so, yeah, it was a good event. Your phone's ringing this time. So, yeah, it's my phone, not yours. <coughs> cool. That's good. And, and we had Anna again. Yeah, she seemed, she's, uh, she's she's seemed super really happy. So... She was happy to get her well, beer. I got quite a big hug from her for her beer. Oh, yes, <laughs> we picked up some beer from Australia for her because she's from New Zealand. So that's, you know, something she, she drinks when she goes home, which isn't very often. So she appreciated that. So, yeah, And then we had the breakfast the following morning, so that I was able yeah, to do. About 70, 80 people came to that. Yeah, that was pretty busy. And it, you know, uh, big props to Mrs. Zor. And uh, Gwen and, and Terry. Gwen and Terry, yeah. Uh, that's another thing. Gwen and Terry's store, they were set up and people loved that. Did they? Yeah, it was a yeah. huge hit. People were buying stuff. Hopefully they made some some dough and everybody got happy. Well, that was that was good cuz I know they couldn't make it the year before. Yeah. And uh and I well, I don't know. I don't think they I don't know if Cash Emporium had really started or was really rolling at that no, time. No, I don't think so. If it wasn't, it was just, <laughs> just really They were getting started. They were at the ice block that year, so they were around. Yeah. But yeah. they were kind of they were ramping up and getting to where Ramping, they were. and now they're kind of, you know, on a roll or whatever. And, uh, yeah, the, the <clears> breakfast, <throat> lots of people came out, lots of, lots of bacon and sausage and yep. pancakes, um, lots of, uh, power outages in the little, uh, shelter. I, um, I submitted, um, not a complaint, it was half complaint and half, comment uh, form? comment <laughs> form about, um, them not having a campfire that evening. Oh, they have yes. an op a campfire the opening weekend. Where you know with skits and Anna and Dan do their their skits and a lot of geocachers were asking me about that and I said no there isn't one and Anna was quite upset there wasn't one and she asked me to write to the park as she goes you can go down and say something or tell me she goes but if you write a letter it's worth a hundred times telling somebody here okay. in writing so I wrote down there asking them to reconsider that for next year to have a campfire a park sponsored one for everyone to go to and I also complained about the power in the building, uh, constantly hitting the breakers and you can't plug in more than two things at once. So I asked them if they would consider upgrading that or adding another line or maybe, maybe putting in 30 amp service instead of 15 to yeah, help out. Something. So I did that and then I put a very <coughs> nice section about the wonderful young lady named Anna Holdaway that helped us and how wonderful she is and how helpful and we appreciate the park and what they do and all that stuff. So I let them know how much we love it and then I put in two little tiny complaints at the end. And uh, there were more suggestions than complaints. Well, I mean, I think... We still had a campfire, but it was up in Shignecto North, and everybody had their own little one. It would have been nice to have a big one for everybody to, to get yeah, together. Yeah, everybody together. Thanks for coming. Uh, just grabbing a tissue over here. <laughs> yeah, I went to the one the year before, and it was great, because yeah. this morning we went to do the uh, fossil walk. And yeah, I did, we did the fossil walk. But this year they did a frog hike, which is cool. Okay. Nothing wrong with going on a frog hike, but you're not going to get geocachers going on a frog hike. And maybe they weren't aiming for the geocachers, but they got to realize that half of that park was filled with geocachers. Well, that that's what that weekend becomes about is geocaching. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know that it, it is opening weekend, but because yeah. they're kicking off that. And if program, you don't book a site the the weekend that they open up their bookings online, you're not getting into that. Well, park. and that that's just it because people were like, okay, we're waiting, we're waiting, and then boom, it was just like <laughs> filled yeah. up real yeah. super quick. There, you allergic to cats. Uh, allergic to everything. Okay, good, really good work. I'm fairly medicated right now, but apparently it's not working. So. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. You're allergic to me. That's okay. So yeah, it went very well. Looking forward to next year, I guess. Yeah, yeah, another year. Yeah. And, uh, we 
And all, in all honesty, I wanted to make it a little tiny bit harder this year, but we got, because you mentioned that the trails were so wet and snowy. Yeah. And we were going to go all the way to Tracy Lake, and we ended up stopping oh, no more than 20 meters away from the old fishy fish book that we archived. Oh, oh really? Right able there. To cross that. We weren't able to cross that river. Especially with river people stream. with all those kids, that yeah. there'd be no bloody way you could get them across yeah. that. Yeah, and I mean, it, it would be nice to make it a little bit more difficult, but I think one of the things that's... Uh, attractive about it is it is family friendly so you can bring kids of we, all ages. We're still discussing now, I haven't talked to uh, Anna about it yet, putting in two series, putting in a harder series and um, and having a hundred coins, just a hundred coins for that as a challenge. Mm. So if you get all ten in the park, you get this coin or get those five harder ones. Yeah. And, that's... and you know, getting up into Laverty Falls and getting, you know, way down to, to, to uh, Goose River or stuff like that, and mm -hmm. do that that Bennett Lake Trail that goes cuts through there. Yeah, something um, that you can do and it doesn't just something take a you few can't hours do in a weekend or, or one day. Yeah, and it's you could probably do in a weekend, but you're going to do 10k each day, and that's funny because there's people that want that. Yeah, and yeah. there are people, and some people will do one a weekend. Yeah, right. Ketchum McCoojic does that. They're they're yeah. very popular. Yeah, yeah. but their trails, uh, their caches are you I can't think, get in a weekend. It's, but I, I think this year's might be easier. Yeah, the 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 programs changed because yeah. the because Those, the management of the ACJs kind of changed. Yeah, and they didn't want that. They wanted a challenge, but they didn't because it's so far away for a lot. Of, it's not so far. Away I think it was fifty seven clicks in total or something yeah. like that. And, it and, yeah, it's a challenge, but it's not really what a, a lot of geocachers want. They like a, a an easier to middle challenge. Yeah. yeah. The hardcore people will, will go and do those those caches, but they're few and far between these days. We're all lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah and I was looking too because I was I was actually really thinking about going to that. because um, their their event is in July. Uh, <clears throat> from for here it's quite a distance to get to Kedji from here, which is kind well, of it's a, five at least five, six hours. Five or six hours. Um, so I'm I'm still kind of thinking about you know four seasons came up for Fundy and they they always support the cash up events and even my race and stuff so I'm I'm still considering uh, I might make the haul if I can but uh, we'll have to have to see. Uh, so moving right along, next uh, recap. So mega news. So the last uh, we have mega mega news. Mega news news about the mega. Okay. You know uh, our our maritime mega. Maritime Mega Mountain, is that what we're calling it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, let's see. We announced the Mega. We have a... Was that you? That's me. Yeah, your phone's uh, vibrating off crazy there. Yeah. Um, it's excited about the... Apparently, it's really excited about the Mega. See, every time you say it, it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what did we say? Okay, so August 1st... Where was I? Where was I? August 1st, 2015, was we announced the actual date. Um... At the time of the podcast, I don't think we had a location. I don't think when we talked in April, we actually had a, a, a venue picked out. No, we were close. Uh, we were close. Uh, we had one that we thought we were going to get, which we didn't get. And then we got um, the West Lynn, the, uh, the main atrium in there, and a couple of the side rooms and so forth. So that's really, really ideal. Um, you know, slowly working towards it. The website is in progress. We have our first test build of the website built. Uh, some things to work out on that. We have an awesome logo. <laughs> New logo, yes. Designed by Lex Mizzou here. Yes, big thank you. Very, thank very you. much. Um, it really jumped out of you like mm. that. I have to ask you, so what, what gave you that idea for that for that particular 3D logo? Uh, <coughs> My cat walked by and I looked <laughs> at it. I went through a bunch of different ideas and that one really kind of came together nicely. It, it fit together. I always end up looking at different ideas and then there's one I usually stop at but then I make myself separate from it and retry just in okay. case people don't like it but that one it kept kind of rolling back and there's there's like 10 different variations that I tried of it. Well all three that you sent us were nice. Yeah. That but one this, just popped for everybody. Yeah, Could have went with any of the three. Yeah. yeah. I liked how simple this one was. Just This one it, just worked. Yeah and I kept it what, what Kept coming back to me was the uh, the N sixty four logo from yeah. Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, yeah. Every and I, from the very beginning we started talking about the M cube and that kind of that was kind of what stuck out in my mind. And then when we saw that logo, I'm like, that, of course it's a cube, right? Yeah. So <laughs> that's like that, that was, was it cube. exactly. Yeah. So it was it was M cube. M -cube. I even teased you about the the N sixty four logo when I saw it because I think the colors are similar too, right? So. <laughs> well, I I saw something in the paper or the phone book 
for some wood company. It's like, I'm going to guess it's an M and a W, but it's like a piece of wood. It has an M on one side, a W, but the top is flat, yeah. and it's wood colored, and it looks slightly different. But as soon as I look, it's like, whoa, oh no, that's MW, not MM. But <laughs> and it, then it caught my attention right away. That it and I'm going together. through the guide on my uh, Fiber Op TV. So I'm going through the guide, and you know it has the, the, the channels, and then it has the channel name. I do, they them, don't. And one of, them's, one of them, it says M3. Okay. And it says M3. It's like uh, much more music, I think, is the... Is a the channel that nobody watches <laughs> for 13-year-old girls. <laughs> but it says M3, and I'm like, what? Wait a minute, what is that? And then I, I highlighted the show or whatever. It's like, you know, some... If only they still had music on that yeah. channel. That would make so much sense. Yeah, I, know. I don't understand it. <laughs> um... Yeah, so Mega News, venue, uh, website's coming, logo's out. Um, we secured today, I get the official word, Signal will be coming to our Mega. Awesome. So we got the official word from Groundspeak that we, we got our name in because you got to get, there's two, apparently, according to the folks at Maritime Mega 2, there are two Signal costumes and they get, they get reserved up very, very quickly by all the Megas. So if you don't get your name in early to secure one, you don't get one. And when I first, you have to fill out this form and ask for it. And when she sent me that info, she's like, I don't think it's available your weekend. Hmm. And like, she says, but send it through anyway and I'll, I'll do it. So I fill it out and then like two hours later I get an email. Yep, we've reserved it. We have new shipping information that will come to you at some point down the road, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, because we have to dry clean it. Yeah. I think they pay for the shipping and we have to clean it. I think that's how the process works. How do you clean something like that? You can't just run it through a car wash. A dry cleaner. It says it has to be dry cleaned. Yeah. So. They have I don't even know how they do that. Yeah. I, I don't know. They're like masons or something. Right. I can't figure that stuff out. <laughs> Magic chemicals. Magic chemicals. That's right. Magic. Wizards and warlocks that cast spells to get the dirt out. Um... And so we have we have a bunch of other things that are pending, like things like uh, you know, are we going we we're trying to get lab caches? We want to be able to have lab caches, which reminds me, Ken, I want to talk to you about those and the the coin thing after, yeah. uh, if I remember. <clears throat> um, but lots of stuff in progress. Um, this August first, so August first, two thousand fourteen, the event will be published. It's now the icon has officially been turned to Omega. If you didn't see yep. that on the. Uh, the update, which I was bouncing off the walls and I logged into the account and saw the, the icon. Uh, <coughs> but it is officially a mega now. And the date, if anybody saw that posting, if you saw the image, the date in the image was wrong. It actually said something like July 1st or yeah, whatever. That's because there was, there was a reason for that. Well, you weren't, when you submit an event, you can only submit it X amount of, yeah, okay. much amount of time ahead. So that was the furthest date it would let me when it, the event was submitted. So when it got changed, then it became a mega. You could put the date as anything. Yeah, and that was caught. There's people that catch stuff like that. Well, yeah, because right I, I, got, I got a guy on Twitter who saw it on the Twitter feed saying, um, why does the image say this date? It's and like I June 6th or something. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, anyway. Um, but yes, August 1st, 2014. Um, event will be published at the same time. The website will go live, and we will be accepting registrations that day. Wow. So if you really want to take, if you really want to start, you know, registering and pay your 10 bucks and order your coin, your shirt, whatever. Might not be $10, don't say that. Well, you know, whatever it ends up being, if you want to get your registration and all of that. Inflation. It'll be uh, available that day, so you could actually register up to a year ahead of time. Perfect. I would accept a bottle of scotch. <laughs> Kettles and <laughs> scotch. Yeah. Is there like a finite amount of spots or are you well, tapping it at all? No, um, we don't. I don't think we don't have a, a particular cap. We want to get as many as possible. Uh, we're, we're saying a thousand people is what we're shooting for. Yeah. Uh, not to say that we'll get that, but that's what we're aiming for. I'd love to see more than that. I'd love to see this be the biggest mega that's hit this region. Um, but that you know that to make that happen, lots of things have to happen as well. So we'll see about uh, see about making that happen. It's nice because we have so much accommodation here there's there's two national parks close by that you could stay at a yeah. lot of people in the area can just drive down they don't have to necessarily <clears throat> stay the night yeah it's true and prince edward island is just as close as a national park and it's just as nice and full yeah. of caches that yeah. it'll attract people yeah yeah because yeah. people could go there for a day after and come back we've got, before. We've got some really nice trails like you've got the mm. dobson which will attract cashers yeah. and lots of uh Lots of things to bring people in. It's just to sort of get the word out. The title bore. The total bore. Yeah. 
Um, any other news that we can think of with regards to Mega that we... We'll be looking for people to do satellite events. Yes. And we're not looking for 30 satellite events, but probably something Wednesday, Thursday, Friday leading up, that type of thing, starting yeah. off. And then the breakfasts on Sunday, we're probably going to have to have half a dozen at least uh, different locations because we can't fit everybody in one. Yeah, that's true. So we'll have um, half a dozen. So we'll be looking for people to host... A breakfast at a, an approach, a facility. Yeah. You know, because there's quite a few. There's uh, <clears throat> jeans restaurant type thing. Yeah. And and moosers and maybe sports rock has a sports good rock. Breakfast. They have a great sports breakfast. Yeah. They're really Steve's good. Steve's diner. Steve's yeah. diner. Yeah. There's, there's there's places where we can we can approach them. Cora's. And see if they're willing. Yeah. Yeah. Although I, a Sunday morning at Cora's is going to be filled in the summertime. Oh, okay. A Sunday morning, yeah. it'll be hard to have an event there, because it's just <clears> going to be filled. So we may have to approach some other places. You know, maybe Five Bridges would open up and bring in a cook to cook breakfast for 50 people if yeah. we approach them. Yeah. I'd say, will you bring somebody in at 9 and, and cook and have breakfast for people? Would you, you know, I can I can go talk to, to them about doing something like that. They might open up for that just for this occasion. Yeah. yeah. So, so there's different options. So we're going to be looking for people, or I will be looking for people because I'm looking after that. Um, I'll, I'll mention this now. I mean, we, we have quite a bit of time, but if you have any ideas for um, a workshop or an education session that you'd like to see, I mean, there's or standard. or do or do yeah, if you have a special skill like origami or something, <clears throat> you know, underwater basket weaving, um, whatever that might be, um, you know, because we'll do typical things like GSAC and, yeah. and intro that kind of stuff, yeah. but uh, that's on my plate to figure out all the workshops that we're going to put on. So anything that you think geocachers and outdoor enthusiasts would be interested in, in attending uh, send that our way just uh, let us know uh, we will be looking for volunteers for the day but that's that's far far from now that'll be coming up you know like yep. this so, time next year <laughs> I already mentioned to you but uh, the Tri-County Search and Rescue yes. Team yeah, we was have... looking to come in and do kind of an outdoor survival seminar so. yeah cool I wonder yeah. if something like um, the Cleves Outdoor, the trail shop. I, yeah, I've already talked to them. Might want I to. I know most of them. Come um, and show how to camp. Uh, Critter. You know why Critter's not caching anymore? Why? He's Tri-County big time. He's it's so involved in the Tri-County Church and Rescue. Oh, really? So there's our contact. Say, hey, Omega. And he, I, I was talking to him at the Coliseum during the boat show. That I think set up. And that's, I talked to his wife. And she goes, she goes that's all he's doing, she says, is... This tri county stuff. Hmm. So, and unless somebody has a contact higher up, but I'm yeah, not, yeah, yeah. But he's a, he's certainly a person to contact about getting them in set up. They'd love to. They love showing off their stuff and their cool their knowledge cool. and their ability to, to help people. So yeah. So between workshops and then yeah, like I said, volunteers. Um, well, I mean, a lot of that a lot of that stuff is going to be coming out as as time goes mm -hmm. on, but. Uh, just kind of, you know, any ideas you have, we want to make sure that everybody knows that, you know, this isn't just our event, it's everybody's event. So if you have any idea, regardless of, you know, how obscure you might think it is, send it our way because we want to hear it. Um, where it's a Cash Up NB mega, I mean, we're just the hosts, but that's one of the things we Cash Up NB is known for is trying to do different things and having things that are unique. And involving and everybody. Involving everybody. So we want to, we want to you know magnify that with a mega so what are some of the other really really cool things like i my, my head's been been stirring with like cool tech things that i might be able to to try and make happen at the uh, at the event well, like, like a live google hangout just well I, the one like I, the one i had was this and i mean if, if you could get it to work is you can do uh you can do it both with apple and android you can use uh, location-based beacons. Mm -hmm. So when you, if you're running an app, like let's say you're running the Mega app, when you walk by like the education room, your phone would beep and tell you, oh, well, this session is running. Or if you walk by here, it would tell you this is going on and this and so. Isn't just little things. Is an iOS eight putting something in the block? That type of stuff. No, 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 no. Different, totally different. That's, okay. that's not. That's not what that is. It's it's a totally different okay. kind of thing. Because uh, there's stores in the U.S. If you have the, I know at least with the iPhone, there are stores that you open like the Bloomingdale's app, mm -hmm. and you walk through the door. If you were a customer there before, the app would greet you with your name and saying, "Oh, if you turn right, you'll find jeans in aisle 12 yeah, or whatever." Yeah, something about them. If Using Wi-Fi to yeah, well, that 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 was a totally different thing. Yeah, it was yeah. with the Wi-Fi, where if somebody if they have a Wi-Fi <clears throat> hotspot, your phone 
you know, your phone will detect a Wi-Fi spot. Well, when you walk, but even if you don't connect, it still detects it. Well, on the Wi-Fi side, they can record the address of your phone, the actual yeah. network address. Um, and so technically they can know every device that's ever even just touched that router. Well, what Apple's doing is... Even if you don't log into it. Even if you don't log into it. So Apple is scrambling the, the, the ID yeah. so that when, they, when you do connect to something like that or right. you walk by, it, has no, it, it gives it a fake address. If you actually connect to it, it has to give you the real one. But if it's yeah. just detecting okay, yeah. the yeah. Wi-Fi, it scrambles yeah. it so they can't track yeah, it. I, had, I saw them, because I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. I saw it. I'm yeah. like, you're actually cool. saying, saying something nice well, about Apple. Every time Ken says something nice about Apple, I have to read it to make sure he's not being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a Patriot's post. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, then I know you're not being serious. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, well, that's cool for the Mega. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll just mention this very, very briefly, just because it came up in the last one. Uh, we, we talked about our super secret project that we're work mm -hmm. we were working on. Uh, still can't talk about it. We can tell you that we're done. We finished yeah. what we needed to do, um, and that we will have a big announcement in September uh, about what we were involved in. And, uh, and until then, uh, anything else? That's basically all I have to say on that. We can't really say anything else. No, we can, which is kind of cool. Um, that's why we keep bringing it up. <laughs> yeah, we're just bouncing. <laughs> because we can't talk about it. Uh, the I only can't even tell you, brother Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, brother yet. No, I know. <laughs> that's why I can. Right. Um, and the only other thing that I had in topic, so you, you can bring up your stats and other stuff that you had there, Ken. I, yeah. Uh, go ahead. What do you? Why do we do that now? Because you know, that was what yours. I always I always search the uh, forum for something that's hot a hot topic to to come up, and uh, the one I found today. <coughs> somebody was asking, or somebody posted about how many geocache, how many geocaches there are. And someone said, "There's not that many." Anyway, as of uh, this week, there was uh, nine point eight million geocaching accounts. Oh wow! Nine point eight million geocaching accounts. Guess I I'm going to ask you guys: How many do you, of those accounts out of the nine point eight million have only one find on them? What would you think out of fifty percent? I was that's exactly what I was gonna say. I was gonna say half. Uh, since he guessed half, I'll go. I'll say forty percent. I'm gonna say sixty percent. Well, you're, you guys are you guys are all over a little bit. Three million. So Three you're looking million. at so about thirty percent or, or so. Thirty percent. Yeah. Three that's million have only had one find. Wow. Uh, one point one million four hundred forty nine thousand five hundred fourteen have only had one find. At least have had at least one find this year. This year. So 1.4 million, almost 1.5 million have found at least one cache out of those 9.8. Wow. And the average number of finds worldwide, take a guess what the average number of finds were of, of, of the 9.8 million would be. Ten. Average them all. I was going to say like 500. Yeah, it's 109. 109 100 caches 100. really is the That's average. That's the average, yeah. The average find count. Yeah, and it depends. The median, I don't know, they said the average find, then they said a median find was like eight. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but hmm, uh, interesting. I think no, that's that's 109 is the average number of people who have found a cache this year. Oh, okay. I think okay. the overall average of all time, yeah, sorry, is eight. Oh it's wow, eight, really? Yeah, I was close. Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. But I, I was kind of shocked at that. I didn't think it would be that low for the. For the five seconds, though, we have to pay royalties for the uh, the slot of the podcast. Oh no! <laughs> no, that yeah. was a cover band. Oh, right. It wasn't the real thing. Okay. Okay, well, at least it's still recording, because the last time that my phone rang while we were doing a podcast, yeah. it broke the recording, so <laughs> at least it's still going. So, yeah, those are some odd numbers that, you know, I guess I'll, there's been, in the last six months, a huge surge. Really? On, on new accounts. New accounts. Yeah, and somebody said something that they might be uh, bots creating accounts somehow, but I can't see how... Hmm. Geocaching must have something to do. I think it might have something to do with the website being easier to navigate. Yeah, and the geocaching app on iPhone was uh, on the top charts. Yeah, it was in the top twenty-five for last month downloaded. So oh, was it really? Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's funny you mentioned that because I was I was telling Ken earlier. I was talking to one of the guys at our off at the office I work in, and uh, he was talking about the fact that some actually somebody you know I don't know I don't know her name though because she he knew you uh, he knew you Steve and anyway he was saying that. Uh, a friend of his, uh, his wife had gone out and they they had done a a Is team building exercise. Randy? Geocache? Yeah, Randy, Randy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Randy's wife used to be my boss. Oh, okay, so okay. Was, I was the one who set up the team building exercise. Okay. Had, uh, <laughs> we took the whole team out. And we did geocaching around. Well, 
well, you know, Helen, she's now into geocaching pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right around her house, she has a good amount of property, and we set up three caches oh, on okay. her property. Okay, so. yeah, so so he was talking about the fact, because he knew I was really into it, he's like, yeah, we got the app, and we, you know, now when we go out, you know, we go somewhere, we go caching and grab a few, and uh, so now we might do uh, a team building session for the guys that I work with. Oh, wow. And um, so, and he was talking about the app, and and I know that with the app now, you can just say, log in with your Facebook account, and it auto-creates you an account on geocaching.com based on your Facebook credentials, and that's it. That you've but, never... then, but then you don't verify, then you may not verify your email. Email, yeah. And that's where you end up with these people that you can't contact. Yeah. yeah. Because they've only used their app through Facebook, and then they've activated their account, so you can't send them an email because there's no email. And, that's, and the, those same people, they... You know, they, they may not even know, in their world, it's yeah. the app. They don't realize there's a, there's a website. There's some people that think it's only an app, yeah. And that, that's, that they don't realize it's so much bigger. And this, this goes to what I was saying in that post I wrote about the fact that you get all these new cashers and how to reach out to them. Because like, they, <clears throat> yeah. by default, the app doesn't show events on a map. Yeah. It just shows traditional caches. So they'd have no idea that events are going on. And like, oh, I can meet other people or I can, you know, see, oh, well, this, what, what's this all about? And... And it's, you think that Groundspeak would be driving these people to their website to buy memberships and to well, learn more about trackables and spend money there? But if you think about it now, the the premium membership, the premium membership has no impact on your ability to use the app because you can still search. Mm-hmm. If you have no premium account, you can still search anywhere at any time. It's just you can't do pocket queries. You can't. There's a good tie with pocket <coughs> queries on the iPhone app, though. Pardon me? It lets you pull your pocket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. but but I, I agree with you, Ken, in the fact that you know the the premium membership, the thirty bucks, gives you all this other stuff. But the, I would imagine if you're saying it's in the top twenty five, they're doing quite well on app sales. They may be getting more money out of the app sales than they are premium memberships now. Maybe we should all be hiding premium member caches to to thwart these app usurpers. That's what ten dollars for the app? Yeah, it's ten bucks. Okay. It's expensive for an app, but it's not expensive when you think about it in the real world. You know, well, bucks. <clears throat> but that's that's the difference, and I always say this to new cashers: is that it's cheap to pay ten bucks for an app versus one hundred fifty bucks for GPS. Yeah. I went out with Alex, yeah. and it was with a, an Etrex legend. He had his little GPS, and I'm like, "Yeah, I really want to do this." I had to go to Canadian Tire and spend two hundred and fifty bucks on the GPS. But if I had had a smartphone, I would have been, yeah, I'll pay the 10 bucks, $10 versus $250. Mm-hmm. No logic required there. But, then, but And again, since you only pay $10 and it's on your phone, people tend to quit sooner too. Yeah, yeah it is because, true. You know, it's you not lose. that financial commitment. The buy. Yeah, yeah, you haven't yeah. made that commitment. You don't have the enjoyment of, of, of downloading it. You don't have the enjoyment of playing with your GPS. Yeah. I just don't get it. Yeah. That's why it would, I, you know, we did that, uh, the uh, GPS versus... Yeah, smartphone event that would have been one that would have been really nice to have new cashers that were only cell phoning. Uh, but how do you once again how do you get those people to show up? Because they don't know there's events because they they're using cell phones. That's right, they don't know. So it's we started off that way. Yeah, for I... the first almost two years, we only had our iPhones, and it worked fine. But we had more exposure, I guess, to the website and mm. events, and we knew other people who were doing it. But well, that's that's the thing. You yeah. you, you were going out with friends, and you knew you knew about it, and you got involved in it right away. Right. It could have been easy to, to kind of be isolated. And you found it on your own and didn't know anybody and you were isolated. Then right. You may not have gotten into it. No idea. Because after a while... And some maybe, people just want to play their own game. Oh, and you know, that that's fine. It's just, you know, if there's so much more to it that these a lot of these people might not even know about. If they, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they come to an event, maybe they're not social people, but they come to an event and they learn about all this other stuff, then they go out and continue to cash on their own, you know. There was another thing on the forum I saw. Some guy wanted to know how he could... Stop these third-party websites that list geocaching stats from listing his stats. Oh, really? Because he said, I don't play the stats game. He said, I went to an event and someone said, Oh, look at you. You got this number and you did this and that. And he goes, he was talking about my stats. He goes, those are my stats. Why do you care? He goes, oh, I saw you on this list and he got mad. So he went and blocked all his stats so nobody could see his stats anymore. Really? And you could do that. Right? They give you the option to hide your stats. Yeah, you do have that option. And he was he was quite upset that other people were... were other websites were using geocaching data, and how were they getting it and publishing it? Hmm. Like, you know, I don't know how they're getting. How are they getting it? Well, to me, that sounds. I know that the the main one because there's one main site, the like Cacher Stats or something, whatever that is. They they do. Uh, 
I would love to see the voodoo that they have going on behind the scenes. Yeah, and because they're doing it with they're yeah. doing it with certain people who log a find on certain caches hidden in certain places, and they use that to somehow tally what their and, totals and are. And you have to have over two hundred finds in order to be registered. Something like that, and it, but it's not. They're not mm. hitting the GC database. They're not using the API. They're I was going to say, I was say we're using an API call. They're, they're not. They're yeah. not because this has been around long before the API was available, and uh, somehow they're. I don't like I said. It's and some of them even have a little geocaching. There's a little stat logo right yeah. that you oh, can yeah. see huh. right yeah, from the website. So I don't know how they're doing it, but yeah, it's some kind of voodoo. It's it's weird. Probably the yeah, because there's all kinds of things you can do with what they already have. Well, the way we get your your recent logs, yeah. that's yeah. not the API either. We're using yeah what Chris wrote was ridiculous to say, but, but it does work, and it's the same thing with the, the GC stats. So. Um, only other thing I had on there. Did you have any other news? Any other things to mention, Ken? Mm, no. No. Steve, Lex, anything, uh, anything comes to mind? Not really. No. So the awesome only new place. Fantastic. Yeah, awesome. You loving it? Yeah. Good. Glad you live in Riverview. We have to go, uh, <laughs> the only downside I have to archive a couple caches because uh, my Wi-Fi is not based in the same area. Oh, uh, you, you had a Wi-Fi one. I yeah. did. And uh, now my I have my whole home screen. My closest cache is all found. But judging thing. from from the map, it looks like we could hide them all over the place. It's pretty empty there. Oh, this Where? region? You could go in that um, back the backwoods region. There's tons. We live of, here, and there's yeah. like nothing around. Yeah, there. It, it's it's hard to hide in that area though. There's a lot of kids and a lot of people, but it's probably all. Uh, mystery caches all around there. But all Hawthorne. Micrologics everywhere. <laughs> the whole park there has nothing. Yeah, I've had some down in there by the ball field. I've had them in the past. Which, uh... The ones down behind Point Park. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Fill her up. Just leave me a spot or two for yeah. the... <laughs> yeah. Send, yeah. Send everybody behind the Bridgedale, uh... Community center. There's lots of room. Yeah, there. they've all they've cut back in there now. Oh, I know they have. Yeah, clear cut. I used to have cash. The, the, the old Bridgedale Multi used to be back there. It was, it was all clear cut. Yeah. yeah so, uh, last thing that I had was just a real quick update. Uh, Race for Cash. The Race for Cash event was published. Um, it is happening again this year. Uh, I skipped last year because the mega. And yeah, we'll probably skip next year. We'll probably skip next year. <laughs> um, so this year it is happening on, I want to say, the 9th of August. Uh, same time as usual. One o'clock is when we start at Boar Park. I expect the same kind of thing. I've got some really, really good <coughs> ideas this year. Some things I really want to try and make happen. Uh, Ken's got an interesting idea for a task that uh, maybe we'll see if we can make that happen. Um, just a couple of things. Um, expect just a couple of things right off the bat. Uh, for starters, the print bonus, where you print the pictures, is gone. That will not be available this year. Um, we're moving to the 21st century, so it'll be digital images. You'll be putting the images online. Uh, so if you want to use Instagram or Twitter or anything like that, I have a new system involved where you can take the pictures with that and yeah. put that. And that way you can share them. They're stored, shared out there, blah, blah, blah. You try and take it with a camera and then bring it somewhere. That's right. So if you have... Maybe uh, everyone has to load the pictures up on their MySpace page. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, on their GeoCities account. Geo they have to sign up for a GeoCities account. Yeah. Um, Send yeah. a message with ICQ. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there's another one. Um, yeah, so no print bonus. It'll be electronic, so um, you can still you can still do the pictures the same old way on a card, whatever you want. But if you're going for the bonus, and I know there are some teams uh, out there who have kicked themselves for not getting the print bonus, they would have won had they done it. <laughs> they would have won had they not done it, or yeah. had they done it. Um, so this year, yeah, doing it that way, as well as you can expect to get fewer paper clues. Um, and as opposed to getting mostly a paper clue at each location, yep. uh, there will be a, a handful, at least half the amount of physical paper clues. Um, whereas instead of getting a paper clue, you'll go, you'll do your task, and then someone will show you your clue. And you can make notes, or it'll have a QR code, which you can scan, and the entire Excellent. clue will be on your phone. So not that I'm trying to lean to make everybody have a smartphone, um, but it's just I will tell you that... The most time-intensive process of getting the race set up is printing and stuffing the envelopes for all those clues because there's usually between th anywhere from 300 to 600 envelopes that get stuffed with all this paper. Um, and all they do is just get ripped open, read, and then thrown out. Yeah. Um, so I want to at least cut that by half and just maybe print one clue that's laminated and you can read it 
and it stays at each spot with a couple of ones. You'll still get one when you start. Um, you'll still get ones in a couple of other spots. Um, people can take a picture of it. You mean people don't have smartphones? <laughs> there are people who don't have smartphones or even a cell phone at all. Um, and I will say, just as a hint, um, at least one person... You don't have to be able to swim this year, but you should have... Uh, the plan is, the plan is, if it happens, I, I can't say that it will happen, but the plan is you should have somebody on your team who is, one, um, not afraid of the combination of heights and water together. You don't have to swim, but should not be afraid of heights. Or if they are afraid of heights, be prepared to overcome that fear. Overcome that fear. <laughs> well, we're, we're adding a third person to our team this year. Yes, I heard uh, so, uh, Mr. Heathtree's coming back, is he? Yeah, finally. <laughs> So if all goes well, uh, between the, the three of us, we have quite a few of the first-to-finish trophies on our... That's true. You guys have, have secured that for, uh, for the last... Matt time. and I have a story to tell I about Heathtree. <laughs> we have a story to tell about Heathtree when we can release our news about the other thing. Okay. <laughs> we, we had a theory about him. <laughs> and it, it, it didn't come true, but we had a theory about him, and it, it, and it wasn't true. We want to tell him what we thought. Yeah, that'll, that'll be a good one. Um, and the other, th the other, there's one other thing I do want to mention that, uh, and this will also go out on the news. So when I email all the teams that have registered, they're going to get this information anyway. Um, I would like to point out one other little thing, which is if, uh, you have a team that has children on it, so anybody under the age of 19, so I shouldn't say just children, but anybody under the age of 19, if you are planning to have a team with, uh, people under the age of 19, you must have at least two people on your team that are 19 or older. Okay. So you cannot have like an adult and a single child um, because there may be a location where you must be 19 to enter, which means you can't leave the child in the car and you can't bring the child into the location. Uh, so that's kind of a, as, as a hint, not a hint, but at least a, a warning. Be 18. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, Angie's or bring a fake ID. Angie's is pretty <laughs> sticky on their on their. Yeah, I'll get right. I'll get right on that. <clears throat> nice word there, sticky. Um, <laughs> So, want want. There's a roadblock. You got to go in there and clean the bathroom. <laughs> so, moving right along. Um, last thing just to uh, talk about, just very briefly, uh, events that are coming up. I've already mentioned the race. There's always the breakfasts that are going on. Uh, we're actually at a low point on events. All the big ones just plowed through. I've got another Arby's event, which I think is next Thursday. So not tomorrow, but next Thursday. Is that another daytime event? It's another daytime event. Yes, it is. That's my, my, my lunch at Arby's. Okay. Uh, but you don't go to work till 3, right? 2. <coughs> so you come up and have lunch with us and then go, go drop off the car. He can come up and meet up. Oh, he's not off till 4. I'm, I, I'm off whenever I... <clears throat> whenever you work for the day, when, when, whenever you finished work, for <laughs> good the way day. to put it. Yeah, same way for myself. Yeah. I'm done when my work is done for the day. Although tomorrow I'm in the office till eight o'clock, which sucks. So. Um, and I also noticed another event that's called uh, Paul Boy and Princess in Campbellton. So they're apparently Paul Boy and Princess are coming to Campbellton, and they're having an event to celebrate that. So if you're in Campbellton and you're there during that time period, there's an event for you. Um, July, I don't know how busy July is, so maybe we'll have a podcast, maybe we won't. We know how the summer goes, um, so we'll, we'll see how it goes from there. Let's record one while we're on the subway in New York. <laughs> we can record one while we're in New York, yeah. yeah. So, Any uh, final words? Well, just now as we're finished recording, my allergy medicine is starting to work. <laughs> so I suffered through the whole recording, and now I can finally breathe and speak normally again. So. Well, isn't that, it? what do they call it, Murphy's Law? Fantastic. So... Those are my final words. Those are your final words? Ken, yourself? Thanks for coming out. Thanks for coming out. All right. Well, uh, hopefully we'll see you in July. If not, probably in the fall, maybe. We'll see. Have a good one. <laughs>